Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry Labaugh. Hi, everyone. Having fun today? Yeah, so far so good. Well, it's going to be an unexpected day today. I know I threw you a little under the bus when you first got here. A little bit, but that's okay. We were supposed to do a show on kombucha tea. If you've been listening to the show for the last eight or nine weeks, we've been kind of on a health kick, if you will. And last week, I thought, well, maybe we should try doing a show on kombucha tea. And we'd done a lot of research. And then when you got here, I kind of pulled out the rug from underneath you and said, that's not what we're going to record today. (laughs) And I know you're producer, you get to decide some things. But I was lucky enough yesterday to score a wonderful interview with GT Dave from Synergy Beverages. And really one of the forerunners in the kombucha tea industry. Yes. And so rather than do a show about it now, I thought, you know what, we're going to wait to talk with him first. Because I suspect we're going to get a lot more quote-unquote enlightened than we would have been otherwise. But in the meantime, we got to do a show, right? So where do we go? I love the unexpected surprises. And you know what? Usually when that happens, it's because of all of you folks. You love to send us email. We love to get them. And I got to tell you, we had some that came in in the last couple of weeks that were really beautiful. We have, again, email from foreign lands, but this time it's just Canada, which I'm not (laughs) sure how foreign it is because it's close by. But I love my Canadians. We also have some about tea and health, about caffeine and theanine. Somebody wanted us to get into more detail about those two topics, and they're actually related, which is really nice as well. And to finish off, we have an email that I can only describe as the reason we do the show. It touched our hearts, and you know, it's really the sustaining part of what keeps us interested in doing the show. We love tea, we love talking about it, but it's emails like this that really set me in the right direction, so you'll definitely want to stay around and listen to that one. So to begin with, I think uh, we'll begin with our friend Josh in Canada, right? Yes. Josh writes, Hey Manish, just wanted to drop you a line and tell you I've been enjoying your radio show. I've just discovered it actually, so I've got a lot of archived episodes to go through. I really can't pick a favorite, but I like the sense of kindness and respect you have for the industry and general tea drinkers alike. I haven't yet ordered anything from Maya Tea, but I'll be sure to at some point. My wife and I just actually got heavily into tea over the past month or so, so my tea tasting is limited to the local loose leaf shop and the branch of David's Tea we have here in the mall. Up to a month ago, I was a heavy coffee drinker, and I've already noticed my stomach is less prone to being upset. I'm a big fan of black teas, particularly Darjeeling and anything from Yunnan. To date, I've had the Golden Pu'er Yunnan FOP and Wild Black Yunnan. The subtle smokiness of that last one is delectable. I do have a question for you. There seems to be a major difference between every Yunnan tea I've tried, and I like them all for different purposes and times of day. I'm curious as to your thoughts on this type of tea and which Yunnan tea is your favorite. Thanks for the great show. I'll certainly keep listening and keep in touch. Josh from Ontario, Canada. So there's a lot of stuff in that email. There is. And there's and there's a reason I had you read most of it because it talks about several things that I want to speak about mm-hmm. which are really pertinent. It's really cool. First of all, he mentions he's in Canada and is intending to buy from the website. I'm only highlighting this because we now have launched Maya Tea Canada and that's mayatea.ca. There's actually a Canadian website for Canadian buyers, so you can actually buy directly from there. So we're starting to make our move into Canada slowly but surely. That's pretty cool. My man Dave Dave Moore out of Canada is doing Maya Tea Canada. He's a great guy. He's the one who helps manage our websites too. So another thing he talked about is switching from coffee. And our very first show, and I listened to it, boy, was I clunky. (laughs) 
Wow. Talk about a struggle. It was a struggle to listen to it now in retrospect <laughs> a year and plus later. But that was the very first question we ever got is how to transition off of coffee. And he's done that by drinking less coffee and moving to black tea, particularly Yunnan tea. Yunnan is sort of the birthplace of tea. If you really go back historically, that's where everything really begins is in Yunnan province in China. Now, there's something very unique about Yunnan. Show after show, I've talked about the fact that there's two different types of tea leaves, right? There's Camellia sinensis, yep. which is classified as the China type and the small leaf variety of tea. And then there is Camellia sinensis Assamica, which is the larger leaf variety of tea. Assamica comes from... Assam, that's right. where they found it. That's why it's called Assamica. But guess what? It's not quite so simple. Because in Yunnan, what are they using? That large leaf type of tea. It's in China, huh. but they're using Assamica. So there is some crossover to suggest that this just, oh, Chinese tea is this way and Indian tea is this way. It's not the case at huh. all. So now you have this, essentially, the Assamica, this large leaf variety growing in Yunnan. Now, that's a pretty hardy bush. And it's a strong bush with strong flavors, which is why he probably likes that Yunnan tea. Because Yunnan tea, as well as Assam tea, all of those are a really hardy, very pungent, very aromatic bush from this large leaf variety. Now, what does that mean in a larger context of Yunnan tea? Well, you're going to get a little extra caffeine, the strong, very flavorful, good black teas coming from that large leaf variety. Peppery. They have a little punch to them. Yeah. Really, really aromatic. Great breakfast teas. Wake you up kind of teas. And we use them in some of our breakfast blends. Now, he also asked, what were my favorites? And it's interesting because the timing is unbelievable. Because yesterday, I had to cup a bunch of Yunnan's. And truth be told, the ones we tried yesterday were not that interesting. Good Yunnan tea, but a little on the dry side, a little cakey, not as full-bodied and rich and aromatic as what I would like for my Yunnan teas. So there is a lot of variation, which speaks to his other question. Is there that type of variation, the terroir? And there is. This is a big region. There are a lot of different places. Sun, soil, air, water, the bush itself. A lot of things can affect the way that tea tastes. So you can get Yunnan tea in an unbelievably wide range of flavors and profiles. And it is vast. And so, yeah, not everything is the same. It's a big region and you'll get a lot of big differences. And as far as my favorite, uh, we have one of them on the website that we carry. I think it's an excellent, excellent tea. That's actually one of my all-time favorites, yeah. I think. It's a great tea. tea. And it's and I like it mostly because it's not that expensive. It's a really good mid-grade Yunnan that I think everybody can drink. Another of my favorite Yunnans comes from our friends at the Seven Cups Tea House here in Tucson, Arizona. Or you can also find them at sevencups.com. They carry the high-end stuff. You know me, I like all that expensive <laughs> stuff, and uh, they do a great job. They're currently out of it. I spoke to them. I go, hey, we're doing a little thing on Yunnan. What do you have in stock? And I, then they go, well, it's just coming in. It's coming in today or tomorrow. They have three new Yunnans coming in from 2011. Beautiful black teas. One is their Dian Hong Gong Fu, which is their standard grade Yunnan black tea. That is a very affordable, very good, strong, potent black tea. And they also have a couple of very tippy Yunnans. One is called Golden Buds and a new one that they're naming Golden Peacock. Now, both of those are really tippy. Tea tips are like the golden ends, the light tips on the end of a leaf of tea. And they are particularly prized. They're also particularly high in caffeine. I have not cupped either of those teas, but they should be not quite as strong in flavor, but certainly strong in effect. Speaking of strong in effect, that's what our next two questions are about. 
L-theanine, and caffeine. And surprisingly, those tips are going to come back into those questions as well. So you'll want to stick around. And then, of course, you'll want to hear the things that sustain us, an email that really touched us. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello, this is Terry from the Maya Tea Company. You may know my voice from the show Steeping Around. In addition to producing the show, I am also the Maya Tea sales representative for the weekly Tucson Farmers Markets. One of my daily rituals is an afternoon pot of tea. Sometimes I need a little push from a strong pot of Yunnan breakfast tea to help me get through the rest of my day. And other times, I like to unwind from a busy day with a steamy mug of relaxing mint tea. The Maya Tea Company makes it easy for me to find the perfect blend to suit my every mood. So, no matter what mood you find yourself in, the Maya Tea Company has the right tea for you. And if you're not lucky enough to live in beautiful Tucson, Arizona, please visit our website at www.mayatea.com where you can browse our large selection of teas from all over the world. Remember, you can save 15% by entering the coupon code STEEP, that's S-T-E-E-P, when checking out. Otherwise, we'll see you at the farmer's markets. And remember, you meet some interesting people when you're steeping around. We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry Labaugh. Reading your emails, we got two of them in regards to tea and health, and they're really related. So I'm going to let Terry read both of those emails because I'm going to answer them kind of double-barreled, as it were. Yeah, they're kind of intertwined with each other. So uh, the first one comes from Marcella, and she writes, Manish, this is not exactly a question, but something I think most people do not understand. Does white tea really have less caffeine? I think this is an issue that has most tea drinkers confused. And the second one comes to us from Karen. Manish and Terry like this week's show, but was left wondering about a few things. First, can I get the benefits of L-theanine from any tea? Lipton, iced, Snapple, white, black, herbal? Second, how long do the effects of L-theanine last? An hour, a day, a week? Third, would I know if I was benefiting from L-theanine? How would I know? Maybe I'll hear my question on the air. That would be cool. Thanks for doing such a great podcast, Karen. So let's go through both of those because they're kind of related to one another. And here's why. The questions are about some very specific things, like research-oriented questions. How much stuff is in stuff and how long (laughs) does it last and what does it do and this and that. And those kind of questions, frankly, are impossible to answer. Hmm. Let me explain why. Research is ever-evolving. And so I can only tell you what current research says, but I can also tell you where the holes in the research are. So let's talk about that just a little bit. For example, let's look at uh, Marcella's question in regards to white tea and caffeine. Now, a lot of people say that white tea has less caffeine than all of the other teas. Which I always assumed. Yep, and the USDA does it, and people who have measured things such as this have found that to be true in the cup. 
Hmm. Are we talking about the cup or are we talking about the leaf? And what leaf are we exactly talking about? Because here's the funny thing. Caffeine is actually a neurotoxin. It is actually very bitter, and it's what keeps bugs off of the tea. And guess what? There's more caffeine at the tips of the leaf where the bugs are more likely to get after it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I never knew that. Before. And there are also some very tender buds on the tea leaf, so uh. those have a lot of caffeine. So now let's take a look at white tea. Well, white tea exists in three different grades. If you're looking at the high, high top grade, it's called silver needle. And it's nothing but those white buds. It is very soft, very light, but very high in caffeine. But then if you look at the lower grades of white tea, Xiaomei, well, those are very leafy. They've got some buds in them, but not inherently tippy by any respect. So they have less caffeine by nature. So even in the same category, white tea, you can't be right on point. There's too much variations in the theme. Also, where's the origin come from? Not I'm talking about white tea, but even black tea. Black tea can vary greatly in its caffeine content based upon where it comes from. Kenyan black teas are very high in caffeine. Darjeeling black teas, not so much. They're just different. Everything's different. So it's really hard to make these sweeping generalizations. I think we kind of do that just to help people know where they're at, sort of. But again, there's too many things that are in play. Even amongst white tea, if you get it in a tea bag form and the tea is ground up, therefore the surface area is increased, you're going to get more than if you use loose leaf tea and if it was just straight up. So it's really, really hard to say. Then if you look at the research, the research says, well, no, all tea contains kind of about the same amount of caffeine. But how do they do that? Well, they took like a beaker, they put in tea, boiling hot water, let it sit for five minutes, stirred it with a magnetic stirrer, then they put it in a centrifuge and cooled it down to just above freezing and tested it. <laughs> well, that's not how you drink tea. No. So, yeah, you're measuring it, but that's not in relationship to how you drink it. Huh. The question is how much are you really getting in a cup? It's hard to say. I do still think that white tea overall, especially at the normal levels that most people get it, is a little lower than most of the other teas out there, certainly black tea for sure, and some oolongs as well. And I'm only saying that because of based on how I feel after I drink it. Yes, I get caffeine from white tea. Yes, I feel it. But based upon how I make it and the light infusions that you'd make with white tea, then no, it's quite benign. And plus, they always say to steep your white tea for a short amount of time. Well, if you steep it for a short amount of time, guess what? Less caffeine. <laughs> Now, the other question was about L-theanine. Here's the second tier. Guess what? Caffeine and L-theanine react together. So the L-theanine, which is an amino acid, actually reacts with caffeine. It causes it to be more effective. It actually increases alertness, but calmness. So while you have this L-theanine, how are you feeling? Do you feel more calm? Are you feeling more alert? How does this work together? That tandem hasn't been tested enough to be able to say, well, you know, in this particular tea, you have X amount of caffeine, X amount of theanine. What does that really have the impact? You have to kind of judge for yourself. Something else we know about theanine is that, yes, you can find theanine in virtually all types of tea. Not in herbal tea, but in all types of regular tea. Camellia sinensis and Camellia sinensis asamica. So that's a really important fact about tea. So in that regard, the second question that was asked about L-theanine is important. How long does it last? Again, person to person. How big are you? How strong did you make your tea? What kind of tea did you use? There's no way to tell. Generally speaking, most tea has about 20 milligrams of L-theanine. Again, these are gross generalizations. Don't hold me to this. I'm just <laughs> telling you. And so two or three cups of tea should give you about 60 milligrams, which you should have a noticeable effect. The noticeable effect being you will feel a little calmer, 
and a little clearer and a little bit more at peace. How long does it last? Well, it lasts about as long as the caffeine effect lasts. They're kind of tied to one another. And so for most people, that's probably kicks in about 20 or 30 minutes and probably lasts for about 90 minutes or so. Sometimes a little longer, sometimes less, depends upon your sensitivity. So some of these questions are really impossible to ask because each person is different, each tea is different, each brewing method is different. There's too many variables to tack that down. Ultimately, I think the best way to judge is by how you feel. Drink a cup of tea and start paying attention. When does it kick in for you? How does the caffeine make you feel? Does this white tea make you feel different than the other white tea? But overall, if you just pay attention, your own individual body will tell you what you need to know. That's the way I generally like to answer those questions because there is no singular answer because there's no standard person and there's no standard T. The variances are too great. Speaking of how you feel, we're going to get into an email that made us feel really great. Keeps us going. It's not just the caffeine on the show. <laughs> Stay around. We'll be back here at Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled, no, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, Yerba Mate and Pu'er Tea. Yerba Mate is strong and grassy, while Pu'er is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and Pu'er, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of MayaTea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaTea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry Labaugh, answering your emails and questions that you have sent to us. We've talked about a great email from Canada about Yunnan tea. We've talked about tea and health, and I probably invoked more questions than answers and probably just mixed that one up, but that's as best as I think that we can give you. But we wanted to use this final segment to talk about the things that sustain us. What makes our day? Well, first of all, your questions make our day because we love them. You guys really send in great questions. If you have a question, please send it to our email address. That is steep at myat.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at myat.com. If you're a fan of the show, fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And for any of the teas that we've talked about here on the show, you can probably find them on our website, www.myat.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. 
when we're talking about what sustains us, you know, a lot of you have actually reached out and said that you shop on our website, which I really appreciate. You'll notice that we don't have any sponsors. The sponsors, the MyIT company, that's us. That's me. So when you shop with us and you do buy tea from us, you know what? That helps keep the show the way it is and keeps us sustained and keeps us going. What sustains all of you? Well, free tea. One of the things that is in common with all four emails today is no mailing address. I've often said, if you send us a question, I'll send you some tea. I promise I'm not going to send your mailing address and sell it to some (laughs) freakishly odd company that's going to contact you constantly and bother you. We just want to send you some free tea to say thank you. So when you do send us your questions, be so kind as to put in a mailing address and we'll pop you some tea in the mail. This last question of the day is actually not really a question at all. Not at all. But it was really fun to read this email, and I couldn't resist putting it on the air. All right. This one comes to us from Calvin and Wendy. Manisha and Terry, you inspire us. What a great show that deals with more than just tea. We've been trying to think of a question or suggestion to write you with, but we can't. The show seems to answer all of our questions. We would like to say it's at its most entertaining when you guys test or taste something. We recall the vodka and catnip (laughs) as memorable. Yeah, we do too. (laughs) I remember that, yes. So without a good question, we're left with a simple thank you. We love the show. Calvin and Wendy. Well, thank you, Calvin and Wendy, and all of you for listening to the show. That's really what makes it. When we hear things like this that say, you know what? We listen to the show. We love the show. It matters to us. When you tell your friends, when you come on our website, when you buy tea from us, tell us that you like that as well. Those are really the things that sustain, aren't they? Absolutely. It's that whole joyous feeling that we're just doing the right thing. We're trying to talk about the right things and just make people happier in their everyday lives. And ultimately, that's really what the Maya Tea Company and Steeping Around is all about. And we are so happy that you participate as listeners and you too, Terry, as producer. (laughs) My pleasure. Yes. Thank you for joining me this week. It's a lot of fun. Uh, It is a lot of fun. And thanks to all of you for listening as well. Next week, we're going to move on to kombucha. Something else I'm going to be thankful for, getting an interview with GT Dave. You're going to like this guy. He's really funny. So please tune in for that. Until next week, please remember, it just wouldn't be any fun steeping around without you.